Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor and our guest today is Captain Adam Fulton, Minnesota State Patrol Brainerd office. And Adam, first of all, welcome back to Community Focus. Oh, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Yeah, here to talk about traffic safety as we head for one of the busiest travel times in the entire season. Absolutely. It's going to be very busy this weekend with everybody coming up and uh, 4th of July being in the middle of the week. I think a lot of people will be planning on extended stays up in the area. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those things. Uh, take a deep breath, slow down, a lot of traffic. You'll get there. Just take your time. Absolutely. And if you notice, too, like on some of the side streets, uh, I know there's a lot of construction going on, too. So <laughs> add that into the mix. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be very busy, very congested. But, yeah, just ask the... Uh, the motors to have a little patience, and and uh, we've joked about it in the past. Um, the lake's not going anywhere. Um, you can still get there, so yeah. just slow down, take your time, and remember you're not the only car out on the road, and we'll all get there together. So And everybody in those cars has families they want to get home to. So Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, coming off a busy weekend, you guys were doing extra patrol uh, here, there, and everywhere with all the events across the entire state. We, we really were. We had extra troopers out for the Lakes Jam uh, festivities up north in the BIR area. Um, and we also had a couple troopers working events down in the metro. Um, we had uh, uh, different events, saturation events uh, in the East Metro, and then the vice president was in town. So, yeah, our, our Brainerd area troopers have been very, very busy. Um, thankfully, though, the Lakes Jam crowd was very well behaved. Um, I don't know if the rain kind of put a damper on some of that stuff. I know uh, I was out and about, and I know it was raining quite heavily. But, uh, yeah, the troopers reported and – I saw a lot of the reports come through this morning that uh, it was is a pretty good crowd and well behaved at least on our end on the traffic good. safety end. That's good. That's great. Yeah. That's very good. Now, as uh, you talk about, we're heading for the Fourth of July weekend. Is there a focus for enforcement? Absolutely. We actually have two. Um, we have a Fourth of July weekend for uh, D- extra DWI patrol, which we typically do on the big holiday events. So we'll have a few extra cars out doing that, just focusing solely on DWI enforcement. And that, again, can be anything. Now we're seeing more, again, of the controlled substance DWIs and alcohol. So we're, we're, we're a pretty good mix of the alcohol and controlled substance stuff. But uh, July 1 also kicks off the statewide uh, TZD campaign for speed enforcement. Oh, wow. Um, as we everybody knows, uh, the speed stuff has sort of gotten a little bit out of hand since COVID. It's coming back down, getting back down to normal stuff. But we still have a few outliers here and there that uh, people are just driving too fast, yeah. need to slow down and... and uh, Remember that they'll get there and if they take their time and drive safely. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk uh, first about that DWI. I just uh, was sitting through a uh, 55 Alive class, and boy, did they talk about, you know, the higher the speed goes and if you're impaired, your reaction time. I mean, it's just a deadly, deadly combination. And even if you're not impaired, when speeds are up, reaction time is tough to uh, compensate. Yeah, they, they're, you're kind of getting into my wheelhouse, what I did before, a little bit of crash reconstruction stuff where we talk about the average person has a, re, uh, a reaction time, perception reaction time of only about a second and a half. And that's if they're paying attention. And you got to think about it, even 55, 60 miles an hour, how fast and how far, or how far rather your vehicle goes in that one and a half seconds before you even apply the brakes and right. adding impairment onto that just delays everything, makes it longer and in your perception and your reaction time. And it's just, a, it's a deadly mix, like you said, on the roads and uh, one that's so easily, easy to eliminate. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't need to have it out there. And 
Um, when people just plan ahead and have a ride, we eliminate a lot of stuff out on our roads. So. Yeah. And that planning ahead is key because once you get a few in you and you think, ah, I'm good, no, you're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny. In all, the, in all the classes that we've had where people, we have like controlled drinking sessions, mm-hmm. it seems like people get a few and they're all like, oh, you know what? No way. There's no way I would drive right now. And then after they keep drinking more and more and more, all of a sudden yeah. the confidence gets back up. And, yeah, let's go. Let's mm-hmm. go for it. You know, and it's like. Yeah. No, that's where you, you, you know, the bad choices come out, come about and they need to have a plan in place. Yeah, plan it ahead. And I, I've, I know I've heard this before. You're not saying don't drink. You're just simply saying don't drink and drive. So if you're going to imbibe, uh, find some place to stay for the day or have that designated driver for your crew. Absolutely. Have that plan. And just, just take a few minutes to, to think about where you, what you're going to be doing before you go out and, and make those choices over the weekend, our troopers were busy with a lot of DWI stuff. And as I was reviewing the reports this morning and uh, some of them last night, you're just reading them and some of the reasons that people were driving and it was just, it's nonsense. It, it just doesn't need to happen. And, uh, you know, arguments on the road, that type of thing. And, and uh, one was uh, late to pick up a child. They're actually going to pick up a kid in the state that they were in. And mm-hmm. it's, yeah, have that plan in place and it's stuff that can easily be avoided. No mm-hmm. doubt. Yep. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about the speeding. Uh, I think any um, uh, Minnesotan who's been on any of our highways in the last <laughs> <laughs> X number of years, it seems everybody drives a little fast. Everybody does. And and, and that's when I don't get, um, especially, you know, you always hear people talk about how high gas prices are. It's like, well, you can do something about that if you slow down a little bit. Yeah. Um, and and plan ahead and, and allow yourself a little bit of time. Um, and it's the ones that just, I don't understand are the bigger vehicles. We see them out here on like three, six, uh, 371 or 169. And yeah, they're just, they're just moving, heading to a lake or heading to somewhere. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, yeah, if you take a couple extra minutes and, and you're really not going to save anything over the duration of your drive anyway, other than burning a whole lot of extra gas and then putting other people in jeopardy too while you're driving. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, and that campaign that starts July 1 runs through the whole month of July is actually a statewide one. So there'll be other agencies participating in uh, that too. Okay. Yeah. And we go right back to what you were just talking about before. I mean, your reaction times are slower. Things can happen so fast at those higher speeds yep. and you don't even have time to think. And that's why it's so dangerous. And not only are you putting yourself in danger, but more often than not, when you're trying to speed through traffic, you're going to put everybody else in danger. Absolutely. Yeah. Just it, and think about the other cars out on the road and start thinking about that too with your vehicle. And if you put yourself in a defensive position where you're looking down the road ahead a little bit farther, you're, you're that much safer with uh, other vehicles out there. Um, and you just, you can anticipate stuff. And, and I always, it helped. I was uh, going through lessons with a teenage driver and, and I always, that was one thing I drilled home with him all the time was, what are you going to do if this car does this? Or what are you going to mm-hmm. do if this car up ahead of you suddenly slams on the brakes or suddenly does this or a deer runs out where where are you going to go and uh, as we're approaching a stoplight just plan on that stoplight turning red that type of thing and it just kind of helped him plan ahead a little bit and and it it's made him a pretty good driver i think anyway at least yeah. at least when i'm with him right anyways. exactly so, yeah huh. as safe as a teenage driver can be so. yeah, yeah absolutely uh, what's quick question um few days ago was driving down the road and you've got the person who's just not even they're just weaving and they're just trying and they're literally putting many cars and many people in danger what do you want the traveling public to do in those situations when they see someone who is obviously being a dingleberry yep yeah uh, call 911 and, okay. and um we have a report system 
um, that that comes into me by email. So I do get emailed complaints. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes I get that like a day later, and I, right. I, we can follow up with the car mm-hmm. um, license plate kind yep. of thing. Okay. We do that. We right. send letters to the to the individuals, but at that point it's kind of like a uh, after the fact. Word, yeah, yeah, somebody's word against somebody else's. But by all means, if it's something dangerous, pick up the phone, call nine one one. If you're able to stay with the vehicle at a safe distance, if somebody's going, you know, ninety and if in a sixty zone, we don't ask you to stay with the car. That just no. now we have two vehicles driving dangerously, but. Um, if you're able to stay with it and, and we'll get somebody there, whether it is a state trooper or a city officer or a county deputy, but we'll mm-hmm. we'll get there and remove that vehicle. That I, I always tell people if if the average citizen driving along the road sees it as a problem, it's a problem. Yeah. yeah. More yeah. than what I would see when I drive because we're watching traffic all the time. Mm-hmm. If you're seeing something dangerous, by all means, pick up the phone and call 911. Call, yeah. Let them know the direction you're heading, where you are. And yeah, okay. where you are. and okay. yep. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, Minnesota does have the uh, the uh, fast lane or whatever you want to call it law where we're supposed to drive in the right <laughs> yes. lane on a two-lane highway. Yeah. Move right. Over. Or, or maybe you want to call it a four-lane, like 371, yeah. for instance. We should be driving in the right lane unless yep. we're going to pass. Unless you're passing somebody. So the way that law is written up is, uh, yeah, if you're not passing somebody, get back over to the right lane. Now, I see people driving in the left lane, and they will move over if somebody comes over up behind them. Mm-hmm. Perfectly fine. I, I get it because majority of the traffic does go in the right lane. The right lane's probably beat up a little bit more. It might be a little bit rougher. Mm-hmm. Totally get that. But they're moving over if somebody comes up behind them. Yeah. Where it gets to be the problem if somebody's in that left lane and they're going alongside another vehicle at the same speed. Mm-hmm. And I, although, yes, I, I drive a desk more than I drive a car now, I but I do still stop for that violation every once in a while because I see it, especially mm-hmm. as we get closer to the metro or whatever, somebody thinks that they're going to set their cruise and all of a sudden the other vehicle sets their cruise and now you have a little battle side oh. by side and they're hogging the road. <laughs> and you got a whole line of yeah. ticked off people behind yep, you. Yep, exactly. If you got one car behind you, that's probably that other car's issue. But if you start stacking 10 cars up behind you, maybe think about, you yeah. know, maybe I should move over and, and not be contributing to the problem. <laughs> yeah, be aware of your surroundings yeah, exactly. and that includes behind you. Yep, no. absolutely. And that's really the reason I brought that question up because I see people that will drive and not move over. And it's just like, remind everybody, you're supposed to move out, be in the right lane in oh, the first yeah, place. Absolutely. Right? If you're in the right lane, yeah, that's where the faster cars are going to be coming up behind you anyway. So, yeah. Yep. All and right. if you're going to be turning left a few blocks up, okay, fine. Turn your blinker on, let us know, and then you're like, exactly. Yeah. Good yeah. Lord. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, real quick, too, uh, let's remind as we head for this weekend, we're going to see probably more boats, campers. <laughs> Boy, again, yes. people that are carrying boats, make sure everything inside the boat is fastened down and everything on the hitch is working right. Oh, we've, we've got a collection at our office of stuff <laughs> that we've got over the years. It's cooler lids, uh, boat cushions, uh, towels, pails, yeah, yeah. towels uh, five-gallon <laughs> pail the other day. So just make sure everything's secured. Um, I'd like to remind motorists, too, check those bearings on the boat because we always joke about that, too. Every year... There's at least one boat trailer fire because somebody doesn't have the bearings checked or oh. they get a flat tire something gets hot. And uh, and the excuse we always hear is, well, it worked last year when I put it away. And a lot of stuff happens over the winter. We had a long winter and everything like that. Stuff sits outside in the snow and it does a lot of damage to it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, take a couple of seconds to make sure your lights work and everything's secured and latched like it should be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one last thing. Uh, we circle back to the DWI enforcement that's going on this weekend. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we should remind everybody, Baxter, Brainerd, do we still have the Safe Ride program going We on? do, yeah. Baxter, so uh, Assistant Chief Matt Meyer has been instrumental in that, along with uh, some others with the TZD Coalition, um, in, in providing rides. So there's an op- opportunity for people when they're going to the uh, bars, if they don't have that plan, there's still is an opportunity to take a ride home, and that's paid for with uh, donations. And so there's no excuse. People go into a bar where um, they're deciding to sit there all night, and they don't have a plan, now you have a ride. So there's really, you've got a couple of options when you go out. Uh, there's really no excuse to get into the car and, and start flying down the road, uh, mm-hmm. you know, unsafely, unneedlessly. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. And they can just ask the bartender or yeah, the, the patron? Yeah, most, most of the bars in this program has now moved over into um, the Baxter area. Most of the bars have that uh, set up or that sign in, in place. So you can just, it, there's the number that you can call there and uh, they'll set one up for you. That's neat that they do that, and yep. thanks to those who made that possible. There is a, yeah, there is a radius, I believe, for the mm-hmm. dollar amount, but uh, even so, if we're going beyond that, if the patron has to pay a little bit, a few dollars, it's still well worth it versus facing a DWI or getting into a crash. So, Well, the DWI will be a lot more expensive oh. than the little extra you pay to get a ride home. <laughs> absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And there are shuttle services in some of the outlying areas too that will move you around. So yeah, yeah. I see quite a bit of that at the yeah. uh, resort areas. So Yep. Keep yeah. it safe. Yep. yep. Have fun, but be smart. Yep. That's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the listening the listening area, we all know this. I think like we've talked about before, the speeds are starting to come down with our added with our listeners. They are. They're doing the right thing. They're they're buckling up more. The speeds are great. The DWI stuff there we've got a little bit more of a handle on that from you know post COVID. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we all know it's the added stuff with the summer traffic, and that can cause quite a bit of problems sometimes. <laughs> so we just, yeah, everybody have us have a plan in place, and uh, we'll all get there at the same time to get there together. So yeah, and uh, just lastly, before we wrap up, I, you mentioned it again earlier, but construction is everywhere, yeah. and Minnesota has a million projects going on. It's the season, it's but the once season. you get into those construction zones again, you just have to slow down, don't you? Yeah, slow down. Um, it's it's funny. I go through the one on two ten over by Englewood and Knollwood every day. <laughs> Um, but uh, I don't think that was meant for people to stop in that. That was down to one lane, and some people were stopping, but uh, you're right. Once you're in that, just slow down. Be aware. You're going to see people out on the ground on foot and and big, heavy equipment Mm -hmm. moving around, that type of thing, but just also be aware, you know, other people are behind you too, so uh, be slow, be cautious, but, uh, like, I I saw the one driver that actually stopped. I thought that was pretty humorous. They they were watching a road grader, so you're going to see large equipment, but just... Go through it safely. You'll be all right. So. Your son will see it next time. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Do they still make Tonka toys? I yeah, don't know, right? Curious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Well, again, we encourage everyone to stay safe on the roadways. And Adam, we truly appreciate you coming in to talk about these traffic issues. And you stay safe on the roadway, too. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate you having me here. Yes, all our right. pleasure. Thanks. Our guest today, Captain Adam Fulton with the Brainerd Office of the Minnesota State Patrol. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. And that is today's edition of Community Focus. Don't forget our Community Focus programs can be found anytime. They're on our website at 1067wjjy.com. You can also listen through our free downloadable app which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.